Hello folks, welcome to the news in Carroll County, the only podcast that brings you all the latest news from around Carroll County, Texas, and beyond, but mostly Carroll County. From our climate control studios here inside the Doyle Wayne's Mini Storage and etc., we'll talk about all the things that make this one of the finest places to live on planet Earth. From the goings on to the people that do the going, if you haven't already heard it from old Jerry Foxworth and that bunch at the gas station, you'll hear it here first. My name's Doyle Wayne Simmons, and I'll be your host. And here with me in the studio is my good friend, first cousin, and co-host, Mr. Cecil Watkins. Cecil, hello, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you there, Doyle Wayne. I am mighty glad to be here. Uh, what are we going to talk about this week? Oh, we got all kinds of stuff going on this week, Cecil, from, from one end of the county to the other. I mean, here lately, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting some kind of news. What, what you think about it, Cecil? Oh, yeah. We got some news now. Yes, sir. News, news, news. You you ain't lying. For uh, for one thing, Daryl Boyle wrecked his pontoon boat. Oh, yeah? I hadn't heard about that. He, oh, oh, yeah. He, he tore that little jewel up, and then... And then E.W. Baker's been stealing porches again, you know, just like his daddy. Huh. He uh, he cleared out the Mill Road trailer park in one night. I'll be dog. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in this weekend, uh, there's going to be a big controversy. Uh, they're having a meeting at the school board because they're repainting the water tower and they're going to paint it blue. And and you know how everybody feels about that. Well, that gum, I didn't hear that gum thing about that. Did you? You hadn't heard none of that? What? Okay, well, now, now, now this weekend, listen here, folks, and you too, Sizzle, if this don't light you fire, then you would must be wet. Mm-hmm. Now, listen here. The Traveling Road Exhibit for that show, So You Think You Can Taxidermy, mm. is making a stop right here in Carroll County. Woo! Yeah, I'm I'm telling you, the people of Carroll County are plumb beside themselves. I'm telling you. Uh, Doc Bertrand has had his office plumb full of people coming in with conniption fits. Everybody oh, is so excited. Woo! What is it? What what show is it again? Oh, so you think you can taxidermy? Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that does sound like a good time. You know, I, I didn't know all that was going on this weekend. You did Now, Cecil, these people tuned in here to hear the news from Carroll County, and you come in here not knowing anything that's been going on. What's the matter with you? Well, now, you can't expect me to coop up with everything, can you? I, I mean, I, I know about all the other... Uh, you know, the big time news that we've had, just just not that little stuff you was just a saying. Oh, okay, well, uh, then what kind of news have you got then? Oh, uh, you know, like like all that news that everybody's been talking about all the time. Uh, like like when this thing happened, and, and then that thing happened, and then, next thing you know, the other thing went on ahead and happened, and just, I mean, bye y'all! I mean, you know, woo-wee! I mean, it's just everywhere, son. We have had ourselves some news now. You know you beat all I ever saw. Oh, I know. Did you hear about old Gerald Borley wrecking his pontoon boat? Somebody was just telling me about that. And I did win a thousand dollars on a scratch-off ticket. Yeah, I just told you about that, and you ain't won no thousand dollars, neither. Yeah, I did, son. I mean, I mean, I would have, you know, if I'd have bought one and, and then scratched it. And then it told me I just won $1,000. I mean, you don't get much closer than that.
Come on now, Cecil. Do you have any kind of news for these fine people? Well, what about old Don Trump? Now, now, Cecil, we talked about this. You promised you wouldn't. Yeah, but dadgummit, he's the best. No. He's the best. Cecil, we ain't... Well, he's just the best president we've ever had, and it's time somebody stood up and said it. I mean, the South Grummet Hunting Club has never been in as good a shape as it is now. There just ain't no denying it. Cecil, what does Donald Trump have to do with your hunting club? Well, golly bum, we got new gates up, he got the timber company to give us a right-of-way so we can get down there to old Bertrand Sloop, and he got him to change the rules about hunting with falcons. I, I, I mean, I'm telling you, it's high times all around at South Grummet these days. High times. And, and you think Donald Trump is responsible for the high times at your hunting club? Well, he's a president, ain't he? Didn't he get 100% of the votes? We counted them twice just to make sure, and there was five for Don Trump and one for Willie Nelson, but, uh, you, you know, we didn't count that one. Did you say 100% of the votes? What is that? Yeah. Cecil, oh, hang on a minute. Did Donnie Woden join y'all's hunting club? That's what I've been trying to tell you. How's he going to be president if he ain't even in it? And, and you don't think it might be confusing to people for you to talk about your cousin, Donnie Woden, that, that y'all called Don Trump for some fool reason? And then me and everybody else thinks you're talking about the other Donald Trump? Well, there ain't but one president of the South Grumman Hunting Club. <laughs> and we call him Don Trump because when we was in high school, he used to take Mama's car to the Sonic. And Don would always get in the trunk. And then we'd have the car hop take the food back there to him when it came out. Do you mean the trunk? I mean to tell you, them girls would bring that food out there and we'd pop the latch on that trunk. And Donnie'd stick his hand out and take his tater tots. <laughs> Don't you mean to say the trunk? Oh, yeah. Every time we'd get in that car, somebody'd say, let's go to the Sonic. And then we'd all look back at Don and start saying, Trump, Trump, Trump. I mean, you just can't have a time like that these days. C Cecil, it's not Trump. It, it's... Oh, it don't matter. Look, all this time you've been calling your cousin Don Trump and you don't think people might have thought you were talking about the President of the United States? <laughs> don't Wayne. Why would anybody think that? I mean, uh, Don's a good old boy. Uh, and you know, I, I guess you never know. Uh, maybe he does good on his hunting club thing, and, and then maybe he runs for something like, uh, I don't know, a county judge or something. And, and, then, and then he works his way up. I mean, I, I'd vote for him, sure. But, uh, uh, you know, it's gonna, if he's going to be President, it's going to be a while. Cecil... You do know the president's name is Donald Trump, right? Well, I thought we'd been over this, Dwayne. I mean, you're right. He don't really go by Donald because that's his daddy's name. We all just call him... Cecil, uh, all this time, for years now, we've all been listening to you go on and on about Don Trump this and Don Trump that. And, and I told you I didn't want none of that on the podcast. And you, you know the president of the United States is also named Donald Trump. No. Come on now, son. You ain't. You're gonna make me get my rubber boots on now, cause it is getting deep in here now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can tell stories with the best of them, Dwayne, but but I know you better than that now. <laughs> there ain't never been no president got the same name as Don and his daddy, <laughs> Donald Trump. Cecil, maybe you need to go visit Doc Bertrand and see if he can prescribe you a conniption fit. It might do you some good. Now, let me ask you this. 
Are they going to have elephants at that taxidermy show this weekend? All right, Cecil, well, that, that's more like it. Now we're, we're talking about the real news from Carroll County. Uh, but, but I don't know, though. I, I don't know if you can taxidermy an elephant, uh, but, uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing it if they had one. Well, if they got one, you reckon they'd sell it to me? You know, I've always wanted to put a, a, a elephant trump on the wall of my porch. You know, so it looks like he's about to come crashing through there from inside the house, you know. And then people would, people would walk up to my house and they'd see that Trump and they'd say, you know, Cecil, looky here, you got an elephant running through your house. Watch out for that Trump. <laughs> That'd be funny now, wouldn't it? Now, Cecil, there is a big old news that I know you've heard of this week. Uh, you you can't have missed it because everybody's been talking about it from from your mailman to your grandma and to that baby looking over mama's shoulder at you in the grocery store line. I mean, everybody wants to talk about it, so we're going to talk about it here. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, but I really am getting tired of talking about that blamed wasp nest that Tony's boy found. I mean, yeah, it was a big son of a gun, but uh, if I hear one more person tell me that you could hear it buzzing from Aburn County. I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. And I tell you what, I hadn't been down there to see for myself, but if six miles of Turtle Creek is roped off by the FBI to investigate a wasp nest, I will eat my hat. No, no, I'll eat your hat. No, no, my hat. Yeah, yeah, my hat. I'll eat my hat. I'll eat that rascal to death. Well, well, they were saying it's the biggest one in Carroll County since 1938, but, but, but I was talking to Alvin Abear. You know, he works over at the county barn. Uh, he said there really is a long stretch of that creek roped off with FBI tape. Now, now it ain't no six miles, but he, he said his daughter w- was down there checking on their old Aunt Florence. You, you know, she lives down there across the creek at the end of Dead Eagle Road. Yeah. Well, she said, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, yeah, well, well, she said her Aunt Florence told her that, that she had seen Gert Mitchum down there with the Robichaux boys, and, and they were stringing up that FBI tape themselves. And, uh, you know, them fools marked off that piece of creek so they could set up a place where won't nobody fool with them and they can sell all them porches that E.W. run off with. And, mm. you know, and, you know how old Aunt Florence is. She told them she'd keep quiet about it, you know, if they deal her in for 10%. Oh, yeah. I know Aunt Florence, though. She used to pay me and Baby Don to haul off all them old refrigerators that people always used to dump at the end of her driveway. And another thing, uh, speaking of Baby Don, uh, can I tell them why they call it Dead Eagle Road? Oh, no. Here we go. No, now now I know what you're going to say, but I'm telling you the truth now. Cecil, you and Baby Don Miller did not bust up a secret meeting of bald eagles. You go ask Baby Don. He'll tell you. I can give you details. It was December 19th of whatever year it was that uh, uh, when I turned 13... I was wearing a blue jean jacket, and uh, Baby Don was barefooted. Cecil, Baby Don's always barefooted. That don't mean nothing. Well, that ain't the point. Me and Baby Don was walking down that road looking for his daddy's shotgun that had fell off the roof of that Dodge. You know, uh, his daddy used to have a shotgun mounted up there and with a string tied to the trigger so he could shoot it from the cab while he was driving. Well, that road washed out uh, real bad that day, and it, and it must have come loose when the truck went a-bebopping across all them ruts. So he sent me and Baby Don down there to find it. Okay, well, I, now I'll give you that part. I don't doubt that part at, at all. I, everybody knows, you know, Big Don used to run around with that shotgun on the roof of his truck. But but, but I don't believe y'all came across a posse of bald eagles having some kind of powwow in the middle of the road there. 
in broad daylight. We sure did. And then y'all dove off in that pile of eagles and spent three hours whooping every last one of them with your bare hands. No, no, we never said that. We had both picked up some stuff on the side of that road that we used for weapons. You know, uh, Baby Don had him a bicycle handlebar he'd found, and, and I got a big old stack of used scratch-off tickets. No, no, we never said we did it barehanded. I mean, you, you can't take on bald eagles barehanded. Well, now, now tell me this. Why didn't all them birds just fly off? Why would they hang around and take a whooping from a couple of knotheads when all they had to do was just a little flapping and they could leave y'all standing there in the road with your handlebar and your... And that, did, did you say scratch-off ticket? How were you fighting with scratch-off tickets? Well, that just shows how ignorant you are about the North American bald eagle. <laughs> I mean, an eagle don't run from a fight. No, sir. Everybody knows that. I, I, anybody that knows anything about a bald eagle, that's the first thing they'll tell you. Them suckers just won't quit. I mean, <laughs> what does old Smokey the Bear always say? You mean... Only you can prevent forest fires? Unless you get surrounded by a bunch of North American bald eagles, then you might as well go on ahead and set the woods on fire, because that's the only way you're going to get out of there alive. I mean, Dwayne, you must not know much about forest fire prevention, neither do you. Well, I guess I don't know as much as I thought I did. I must have missed that commercial, but but, but that don't explain how you managed to fight with old scratch-off tickets. Look here, Dwayne. If you ask a tornado how exactly it tore up an RV park and a golden corral with nothing but the wind, all in the same night, what's he going to say? Now, now, what kind of fool question is that? Well, he can't explain it. That's all there is to it. One minute, you're sitting there watching Touched by Angel, and the next thing you know, wha-pow! You've been touched by a tornado! Cecil. Sometimes... When it comes to great forces of destruction, like tornadoes and Cecil Jr. Watkins, there just ain't no explaining to it. All right then, well, what about all them dead eagles that y'all named the road after? What happened to them? I know I've yet to see the first blamed eagle, dead or alive, on Dead Eagle Road. Well... We only whooped about half of them, cause the other half carried off their dead when they saw that there wasn't no use of fighting us no more. You know, a North American bald eagle knows when to retreat, son. That's what they always say. They they know when to retreat? What about Smokey the Bear and all that business about how anybody that knows anything about the North American bald eagle and, and you just... You just said they don't ever retreat. Well, that's right. Don't none of them retreat except the ones that do. And I guess all the people in this room are named Cecil, except the ones that ain't. Bye, y'all! You got it, son! And anyway, we did manage to hold on to one of the carcasses so we could leave it here as a warning to any other eagles that might want to come back to Carroll County to plot against us in broad daylight. We cut off his feet so we could bring him to school and show everybody, and we left the rest of him poked up on a pine sapling there on the side of the road. And and, and that's why nobody's ever seen any evidence, right? They just got carried off into the wide blue yonder? Yes, sir, and another thing. After it was all over, I went through them old scratch-offs and won a thousand dollars. You ain't won no thousand dollars, Cecil. I sure did. And the only evidence that a single eyeball has ever seen besides the two in your head and the one in Baby Don's, is them blasted feet y'all cut off some poor old roadkill buzzard and brought to school that day. Well, how about this for evidence? Has anybody ever seen a posse of North American bald eagles out there on that road since then? 
And that tells me they got the message. And how do you think all them eagles ever got a message that we didn't ever send? And another thing, has anybody got another good reason to call that road what they call it? Well, I'll, I'll give y'all that. You and Baby Don have talked up that story so many times for the last 30 years that everybody calls it that and they don't even know why. That and, and y'all put up a sign at the end of the highway that said Dead Eagle Road. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that was for the Eagles, so they'd know not to go down there unless they wanted to get Dead Eagle Roaded. Cecil, we, we can talk about this till the cows come, till, uh, you know, till, the, uh, you know till, till, uh, till we're blue in the, you know, until kingdom, to, until the cows king. Until we're into till the blue cows and we'll just uh well I mean uh well 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 we can just talk about it for as long as anybody ought to but uh, I I just can't believe y'all killed no thirty bald eagles. Well, what about twenty? Well, well no, no, no. I can't go no higher than five. You got any strong feelings about twelve? I mean, would you take eleven and a half? Uh. No, no, I can't see being in for no more than eight. Look, since we're first cousins, I want to work with you here. Why don't you write on this piece of paper the highest number it'll take to get you in this story today, and I'll take it to Baby Don and see if we can't work something out. Uh-uh, oh no, you, you, you ain't pulling that business on me. You know my daddy was a car dealer by trade, and I know all them tricks. All of them, and I got them honest, too. If we can't talk about eight, then we can't even talk. Ten, and that's as low as I can go. I said... Wait, four? Well, you know, I hadn't thought about four. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh... Uh, no, 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 I said eight, and that's my final number. You think maybe we can do five just for old time's sake? Maybe six and a quarter. Cecil, you are fooling with a master negotiator, and I'm telling you, y'all killed eight North American bald eagles, or I'm walking out that door. Well, let me do a little arithmetic here. All right, let me see here now. I've got to carry the four, and I've got to add 11. Now I'm going to divide by the square root of 421. Uh, according to Bayesian probability, I gotta divide by one. Now I gotta divide by one again. And flip that cosine three times. That's important. Hey, Dole Wayne, can you remind me later to tell Lucinda that I need to shave? Okay, got that. Now, now I'm gonna smoke the rabbit out of the hole and subtract half of that fraction. Now, now, take, now I'm going to take the Fabio number and get, that's going to give me the modulus. I'm going to carry the four. And now, and now like my great, quadruple great-grandma used to say, now if you're going to carry the four, you better carry the seven. Okay, now I'm going to round up the 20s. And that should be it right there. Now that should be it. Uh, that should be, uh, uh oh Shoot! That ain't right. Dead gummit, I'm going to have to start again. Alright, carry the seven. Alright, Dolwain. I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring now. Uh, I think we can live with eight. Uh, 
Baby Don ain't gonna like it, and uh, I have to give him credit for killing six, but uh, I guess I can live with that. Cecil, that sounds like a plan to me. You can't beat that with a stick. No, no, and well, I know one thing we can agree on, though. We need some dinner. If you'll, uh, if you'll look in that fourth deep freeze there to your left and, and get out them chicken fried steaks and that gallon of whole milk, we'll, we'll sit down and eat us a little bit. Uh, you got anything around here that ain't froze? Cecil, the number one way to preserve food according to the FDA is to freeze. Look here, son. I'm pretty hungry. Reckon how long it's going to take to thaw that stuff out? All you got to do is put the milk in that microwave over there for about 45 minutes. It won't, it won't take but a second. Now, look, uh, folks, we're glad y'all tuned in this week. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see you next time. Yeah, yeah, and uh, make sure and visit our sponsors, uh, Wheelis Towing, Recovery, Auto Salvage, and Roadside Welding Service. And, and don't forget Dalwain's Mini Storage, etc., where our prices are so fair, even if you don't get a fair price, you still get a fair price. While you're over there, why don't you see if you can find some peanut butter and jelly that should be in the second deep freeze from the right. All I found was some frozen peanuts and some frozen grapes. Well, Cecil, where do you think peanut butter and jelly comes from? We just need to mash them up a little bit and, and then we'll have us the same thing. Go Wayne, I didn't bring my daggum grape stomping shoes. Okay, well, you know, I thought of that, and if you look outside on the back porch and look on that third deep freeze from the end of the porch there, you'll find our extra grape stomping shoes. And I, I bet we got a pair that'll fit you. Well, I better hope so. You ever try to run the grapes up between your toes? No, because I always wear my grape stomping shoes. You don't know that now. You would go out bald there. eagles ever come back, you don't get caught with, with grapes I could outrun a bald eagle. You can beat that with a stick. You can't beat that with a stick. <laughs> Maybe it's funny if he says you can't. <laughs> anybody that knows anybody, you know, anybody that... Well, that's right. Don't none of them retreat, <laughs> except the ones that do. <laughs> you being touched by a tornado.